what happened. <laughs> Sorry about the technical difficulties. I had a feeling I was like something's going on. All right, something- so what what ended up happening the first time is when I was inviting everybody on, you know, if I get a phone call, it knocks me right it off. It knocks you off, yeah. Two gun decided to call. <laughs> uh oh. So two gun decided to call, so it knocked me off. And anytime I get back on, I can't hear anything. Oh no. So I had to end it. Yeah, now you know what it was, right? What's that? <laughs> it was that we about to get ratchet disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta right. do everything all over again, even though ratchet? I had a nope. <laughs> I had a perfect disclaimer. I'm not perfect disclaimer. I had a perfect, you know, beginning and everything. So let me just do this all over again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones. Two Gun Tony will be on in a minute if he does not call and kick me off. <laughs> and this is Digga and Two Guns News and Views. Now, we have our core four plus more, which the core four audience is myself, Two Gun, Row, and Red. And we now have special guests. This man needs no introduction. He does a lot for the community over here in South Carolina. He just graduated from college. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, okay. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we got Mr. Lewis on the show. Man, thank you so much for having me, man. Aaron. I'm glad to be back. I think this is my second or third time on the show. I'm glad Actually, to be on really here. Just, this, huh? is fifth, this is your fifth time on the show. Oh, word, man. Time flies when you're having fun. Like Digger said, uh, Rajan Lewis, man, Chucktown native. Just glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the conversation and wrapping up 2021. Right. right hey, Rajan, right. I, you know, I haven't hollered at you in a long time. What up, Red? You know what it is. What's up? Hey, I also want to give a little uh, plug out there for Rajan, man. He's the master of the five-second offense when we play basketball. Hey, <laughs> you, already you already know. Word, word. So, um... I'm going to give it a little second while we wait on um, Two Gun. But yeah, let me just go ahead and get the show started right now. So this is our seventh installment of Talk Tuesday. First thing <laughs> first, thank you guys for making this a popular segment on our podcast. Like, you have no idea how much it means to us getting your questions and us being able to answer the questions. And it gives us something to look forward to every week. So this week we actually got some pretty interesting questions, some pretty interesting questions. <laughs> um, I can't wait to like indulge in these questions with y'all. So I'm going to give, but yeah, let's just go ahead and start to them. We'll, when he gets here, he'll get here. <clears throat> How I want the answering format to go on this episode is red first. Rajon, red, Rajon, Roe. Two gun myself. If two gun, if two gun doesn't get here, I'll answer after um, row. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> getting to the first question. The first question is: What's something that you believe in but have to explain to others? Oh, um, I guess I'm going first on this one. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Uh, for me. I'm a pretty like like I, I I'm not saying I'm a follower, but but like most of my beliefs are about the same as uh, everybody else. But uh, I I guess if I was to answer this question, I, I believe that um, you know I, I think we talked about this on the previous show, but I'm a believer that uh, people are entitled 
to uh, second chances under certain circumstances. Okay. I guess we could say. Um, because I, I, I think when we answered this on the previous show, there were certain circumstances that I, that I say that don't deserve second chances, and some people say that they do. Um, but I, I guess that would be my answer. That, that was a good one. I wasn't prepared for that. All right. Rajan, do you need me to re- um, repeat the question? Nah, I think I think I'm good on it. Uh, I think the thing that I, I believe in that I think I won't say that I have to explain to people, but I think that if people grasped a little bit better, I think we'd have better outcomes in life is okay. that we're limitless. Um, and that if we put action to our words, it's amazing what we can accomplish. And I said that because there's so many things in my life that I've been able to accomplish that it literally started with me saying, hey, it'd be really cool if. And then starting to figure out, okay, how does that happen? What step do I need to take first and then next and then next and next? And before I knew it, I was accomplishing goals that I never thought possible. Um, And I think that so many times we get caught in, it would be cool if, but I can't. And I think when we change our minds um, about, about, about our own capabilities, we'll realize how limitless we actually are. So that'd be me. All right. Uh, question one more time, David. Question one more time is, what is something that you believe in that you have to explain to others? Honestly, I would have to say the, uh, the benefits of crystal healing. When people, mm-hmm. when I talk about it, and sometimes people look at me sideways, but then when I explain it, they kind of understand, but then they <coughs> kind of don't, but still want to know more. Um, and just the benefits they have and how they've helped me with my, with my healing. So, uh, so yeah, I think that would be one of them, just the crystals and, and their healing benefits and the universe and all that fun stuff and manifesting, of course. Manifesting. That's, that's yes. actually been, manifesting has actually been one of our words. I mean, yes, it has. For the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. So when I got this question, listening to y'all's responses, I think I dove in a little more than what the question read. And and not more than me, because obviously I didn't study for the test. (laughs) Okay, so hear me out on this. The question is, what's something that you believe in that you have to explain to others? Okay, so when I read the question, I thought about it, and I've explained this to certain people, and they seem to understand it after I talk about it. But we all used to watch TGIF growing up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, the thing I yeah. explain to people is <clears throat> the whole Miller Boyette productions all resorts back to Chicago. Hear me out. Yeah. The first Miller Boyette show was what? Laverne and Shirley, correct? Sure. They, lived yeah. in, they lived in Milwaukee. On the season finale, or the show finale, remember, Laverne was moving to Chicago with her boyfriend, right? Yeah, if I can remember. Which, yeah. <clears throat> Which brings us to Perfect Strangers. Because remember, Laverne was a guest on Perfect Strangers with her boyfriend. I forget her boyfriend's name. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, who was the elevator maid on Perfect Strangers? Harriet. Harriet, right? Harriet was the elevator maid, which leads us to Family, family Matters. Matters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> with Family Matters. They lived where? Chicago. In Chicago. Now remember, Trudy, one of the only black females on um, the black teenagers 
on TGIF had a cousin that lived in Chicago, but she lived in San Francisco, which leads us to what show? Step Full House. Step. That leads us Not. to Full House. Oh. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Well, no, we're, we're, we're getting a step by step in a second. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. We're, actually, that was my next tie in. So, <laughs> remember, there was another teenager in a high school, I forget her name, who had a cousin who was also Steve Urkel, which that's that leads the universe to step by step. Every tie-in has to deal with Chicago. Now, one of the last is going back to the show Dinosaurs. Oh man! In the last season, in the last season, what did they have? The baby. No, other than the baby, they had a dinosaur called Urkelsaurus. Oh my god! God damn! Urkel was breaking in that cast in the nineties. So, and then on top of that, with the shows like Getting By and other um other than that, every tie-in led to Chicago with either the Winslows or the Urkel family. So that's what I say. The Miller Bo- um Boyette universe all resorts back to Chicago. Damn this this dude! That's an ABC conspiracy right there. <laughs> so, but I can see Illuminati. That's, Oh that's yeah, how I read the question, and that's something that's, that I have to. And that's that's how I read the question, and that's something that I have to explain to people. Like, maybe I saw too much into the question. No, but that was something new that we didn't know. So now, yeah, we just, you, just, you just informed us. So. Yeah, I no idea, no clue. So the next question is pretty interesting. It's a two-part question. It says, <clears throat> "Help." I'm going through what my friends call a hoe phase. The Ooh. problem is I found a guy I like a lot. I want him to quote unquote wait around while I get this out of my system. Help. Help. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. So so here, here's my answer to that. Like, like you, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? So you got a right. choice. Like, if you feel like <clears throat> you want to go out there and be a hoe, be a hoe for your man. You know what I mean? Like, okay. It's our role playing. Okay. And, like, like, explain yourself and be like, "Hey, uh, today you're gonna be Jeffrey. I know you. I know you, Scott. Uh, but today you're gonna be Jeffrey. Then you're, this is the only way I can get it out of my system. You gotta be somebody. You know, like be a hope for your man. If you, if you, like, like start doing some stuff that you would never do. All right, you know what I mean, but like, I, I just find it weird how you like, you know, I, I got a guy I like. I want to be a hope. Um, right. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't, you can't have both. Mm-mm. Um, especially if you want to keep dude around, it's not fair to him that you're waiting around while you pop in that pussy on the else. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. It's not fair to dude. I, 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 I'll defer to the lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'll say, what I'll say, what I'll say is this, right? Anytime you engage in in any kind of relationships or relations, you have to ask yourself what you're trying to get out of the situation, right? Right. And mm-hmm. if what you want is to be with this guy. You have to ask yourself what's holding you back from just getting with him now, because right. there's nothing that you can do with multiple guys that you couldn't just do with one guy, unless right. that one guy isn't someone that you would want to be with long term. He's not. Right. You you may say you know he's my my long term, but what about him makes him long term that makes him not right now? Right. And I think that that's something that speaks to you have to figure out what it is that you want. Um, out of whatever situation situations you're in, <clears throat> I also will tell you this: it's really hard to keep that kind of thing a secret for quite a, for 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 any p- extended period of time, 
And if this guy is that forever kind of guy that you may think he is, um, you have, you're at risk of ruining that person for the next person. If, exactly. if, if you're going about things the way it sounds like you're trying to go about them. So maybe um, either decide if this is the person for you and, and make that commitment or just let that dude roll into somebody who's going to appreciate him. Word. Mm-hmm. That was deep. That was a deep answer. Very Bro. true. So my thing is, is if, if you still want to be out there hoeing and shit, definitely do not disturb this man's peace. Because if you're not ready for him, I mean, like he said, you can fuck it up for the next person. And that's like terrible. It's hella terrible. So if you want to keep being a hoe, you keep being a hoe. But leave this man alone, like for real. Right. Don't make right. him wait. That, that's, that's just, that's not fair. That's just you being hella selfish too. Right. So yeah, no. And just to go back to the J quote, he says, if you can't turn a bad girl good, but a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever. Dudes are worse. Yeah. That's Once true. you ruin a good dude, a good yep. dude, is, he's not going to be a good dude. Mm-hmm. And it makes it hard for, for the next very woman. long, very long. Like, because logically, he can't make up in his head that it's okay because the one time he tried, like when he was really doing it, that's what he got out of it. Mm-hmm. And so the message that's, that's sent to that guy into, in order to get by, I got to be a dirtbag because dirtbags win it. Right. Yeah. Nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. So when I first read this question, <laughs> it reminds me of a song that Red used to play all the time. Uh, what part- oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. And part of the chorus goes, oh, God, how does this chorus go? <laughs> but when I do get ready uh, <laughs> to yeah. settle down. The song's called Player by 112, yeah. Baby, the first one <laughs> I'm calling is you. But anyways, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought there. of when I read that. Huh? <laughs> first one I'm calling is you if you're still there. If you're still there, that is. But um, honestly, I, my answer was going to go much where Rajan was going is, you know, like once you ruin a good dude, that dude's not going to wait around for anything else because it's just like, okay, well, I found who I thought was the one. But she wanted to go out and, you know, trick and do whatever she wanted to do and expected me to wait around. That right there is demoralizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, my whole thing is, if you want this guy and expect this guy to wait around, you're selfish as hell. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to wait around until you're getting, quote unquote, shit out of your system. Listen, to Tom's point, what could also happen and Dick, I know you remember this from Eddie Murphy Raw, uh, where he's like, oh, oh, I'll wait. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm yours. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, y'all want you, you know what I mean? Like, so she could be setting herself up for failure. Like, he may, yeah. he may get that, that, that scumbag feeling and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go out like that. I'm, I'm going to wait around until she's ready. And then when she's ready, I'm just going to shit on her. Boom, right, right. there. And then now, now, not only did you set him up for failure and hurt him, you have a potential of hurting yourself in the, in the long run, too. So That's true. So, all right. So, um, the next question reads... Hold on. Okay. At the end of your shows, you always discuss <laughs> mental health. Do any of you have mental health struggles? You don't have to answer. Uh, I'll answer. I'll, I'll show a little humility. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, on a daily basis, dealing with, with, with 
everything that's going on. And then and I've, I've dealt with mental health struggles in my life. I've dealt with depression, I've dealt with anxiety, you know, and, and stuff that, that, you know, has been up to a severe level. I think that when we talk about like mental health, um, I think it's important that, that Digger, you, you do have that disclaimer at the end of your show, even as quick as that disclaimer is, because mental health is something that's, that's important. It, it's right. also one of those things that a lot of people really don't understand. Um, right. and, and there's a lot of different outlets and, and stuff out there, uh, not only to get help, understanding of what is considered like a mental health issue. Um, right. But I can, I can, I've, I've, I've had some very severe mental health uh, episodes and, and things that I've I had to work through, do counseling and, and do support and help. You know what I mean? And so like, I love the fact that you talk about it and you, you just simply because it's something that people got to be aware of. Nobody ever knows what a lot of people are going through. Um, just to mention it and just to know that there's help out there and, and support, you know, I think that's, that's important. That, that we we do mention it you know i don't want to get too preachy or you know too much about it. like just just knowing that that there's other ways and there's help and support i, I think it's whether you mention it for five seconds or you mention it for, for 55 you know all right lewis uh for sure man i mean i think i think we all you know if we're being completely honest we all have our struggles that we deal with. I one thing I've actually enjoyed. I think one of the <coughs> best things that's come out of this pandemic is more people are really starting to have discussions about the importance of talking about mental health, right. especially Black people. Um, it's been stigmatized in our community for quite for, for so long, to the point where you know people were afraid to, to 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 open up and say that they were dealing with real stuff, and now it's much more normalized. Um, you see celebrities talking about it. You see. You know, even rappers talking. We see Big Sean, you know, talking about it on his songs or, or Logic, and you see these people really opening up and, and making it more okay for people to open up and say, you know, hey, I'm with this. And and I think the next step that's going to have to happen of it is just not not just saying that I'm struggling, but actually seeking help. Um, I personally definitely have had my share of struggles um, right. with with mental with with dealing with with mental health. I think anybody who goes through any type of trauma, which is every single person on the earth, has some kind of trauma. Um, I'm a big advocate of prayer, um, you know, um, healing, whatever healing you need to seek. But I also believe in it. I also believe in, you know, actually calling and, and reaching out to find a professional who specializes in, in working in that in that field and and, um, and helping you to, to get to where you need to be. Um, <clears throat> because just holding it in, it just it just becomes something that can, can end up really killing you um, right. rather, rather than fig figuratively or literally. So I would definitely, you know, advocate for that. And I love that you use your uh, platform to, to shine a light on it. Sure. All right. All right. So before bro, I answer, bro. uh, I don't know if you know, but Gunn is having uh, trouble getting on. Uh... But, <laughs> but I will answer too. Um, I have dealt with anxiety. Uh, it's something that I had really bad last year. I still deal with it a little bit. Not as bad no more. <laughs> Um, and like everybody said, everybody the past what two years now, everybody's dealt with it with the whole pandemic and everything going on. So, right. Um, yeah, I've dealt with it, and thankfully it hasn't gotten worse and hasn't really came back. I have my little episodes get a little overwhelmed, but 
thankfully I got a good circle of friends, including you and you guys. And then being on here helps too, because right. it's like an outlet. So, but um, yeah, I have, and thankfully, like I said, hasn't gotten worse, and just dealing with it. And again, also too, prayer is a really big thing that helps too. So, got you, got you. But yeah. All right. So to answer that question for me. I will go to the panel and then I will answer the question. Each one of y'all have seen me at my lowest. Each one of y'all have spoken to me when I didn't know what to do with myself. I used to be ashamed. You can ask Rajon, you can ask my brother. I used to be ashamed to say, hey, look, I am a bipolar, you know, schizophrenic. They're like, for those who saw my exterior, I used to live, I hate to say this, a facade on social media that I was always happy, that I was always jovial, and it was a lie. Like I said, Rajan, I'm not certain if you remember this, but you and I, we talked at four o'clock in the morning one time, and you prayed yeah. with me. Yeah. And you prayed oh. with me. Red, you knew me when I, you, well, of course, you knew me, but Red... <laughs> You knew yeah. me at my lowest point when I had nothing. I was struggling. There's been times where I've had to borrow my, you know, $10 from my brother because my bank account was in the negatives and I just wanted, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that does something. I used to be ashamed to say, hey, look, you know, this, these are my problems. This, you know, I used to be afraid to reach out for help that I used to be afraid but then again you know like even when I got into nonprofit organizations and started talking to the community more I learned that what I was going through was completely normal mm-hmm. now I don't mind as Rajan said using my platform to speak on it I don't mind sitting there telling people it's okay to not be okay mm-hmm. so yeah I do go through yeah, my and- struggle. And the powerful thing about that, that that I think that you said, Digga, was like, you know, something that uh, Rajan alluded to is like sometimes people don't know that it's okay. And when you're when you're going through those modes and you're feeling what you're feeling, like you just automatically like feel like what you're doing or, or how you're feeling is supposed <laughs> to be wrong. You know what I mean? I so like I, so I felt like I was a burden, right? And, and and it makes you feel that way, and you know. Now that we're we're having conversations about it, and we're we're we have this outlet, and we're offering, like, yo, you know, what I mean, I I may not be the one to help you, but but like, there's some outlets out there where you can get that help. You know what I mean? Like, and just this offering that support, it 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 does change the narrative on like mental health. The only other thing I want to say about mental health, um, is is make sure folks, uh, listeners out there, do your research on what mental health actually is. Yeah, because you know. It hasn't all been good throughout the pandemic, and you know, we, we, there's there's a lot of people out there who are using mental health as an excuse, and it's right. and it's more of a selfish excuse to get what they want. You know what I mean? Um, like like definitely like look into that and be careful for for that as well, because it's not always going to be the folks who are are struggling for real, and and they will use that as an excuse as as well. And we've seen a lot of that in the news and on social media as well, so. Right. I mean, you, you got to look at it from both sides, too. Right. And one thing that I do want to applaud Mr. Lewis about is anytime I was going through my episode, he always did the tough love approach. Where he would be like, 
it's cool to feel sorry for yourself, but you can only soak for so long. So let's just go ahead and, you know, get it all out of your system, but make a damn damage plan for us not to ever come here again. Yeah. 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 I I've never get enough of giving this man his flowers, really. Nah, don't so. don't do that too much though, because you got, <laughs> got, got a long show. And I don't, All right, <laughs> all right. Let me, let no, me go no, but no, but but dead serious. So like, I I I appreciate it. You know, um, you know, I think me and you met ten years ago now, and it, yeah, it was ten years ago. It's been ten years ago, and uh, you know, I I've learned as much from you as you have from me, um, whether you know it or not. Um, I've been a beneficiary of your friendship. I've been a beneficiary beneficiary of of realizing, you know, certain things that I've learned. Like the way I viewed social media completely changed from my relationship with you and, and the guys. Like just the way y'all viewed um, hip hop shots and right. like the way y'all carried yourselves in terms of like the seriousness with which y'all y'all approached coming up with awards for it, and right. that really changed it really made me realize that this social media thing is a very valuable tool if you use it the right way. Um, Correct. So trust mm-hmm. me, like as much as much as you may have learned from me, and I'm, I'm grateful to, to, to hear that, that you did, um, but I, I definitely have learned. I've been just a beneficiary, just much of a beneficiary of your friendship as you have been of mine. So no thank problem, you. man. No problem. Here, here. <laughs> so the next question reads, what is one thing that you're not going to give energy to anymore? Ooh, um, for me, uh, I, I just, I'm not going to give as much energy as I, and, I, and once again, I always refer to la- uh, other shows, but we can kind of refer just to last shows, uh, to the last show, um, Digger, but I, I, I can't, I just can't give energy to, uh, the folks that, that, that aren't willing to go out there and get it themselves, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I can't give, any more energy to to the to the people who don't have to, the drive to need to get where they're they're going, but they're constantly have their hand out. You know what I mean? Um, only thing I can give those people is advice. But like, right. as far as doing as much as I did in the past to <clears throat> help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves, that I, I just can't do that anymore. Gotcha. Um, I I actually stopped doing this a while ago, but. But um, I want to just say it for the purpose of this platform. Um, the idea of haters, like, to me, giving people the power of, of, of having a place in my life simply because they don't like me or they don't want to see me succeed, I think that's a lot of power to give to somebody. And I think it's, 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 it's embracing a level of negative energy that I don't have space for in my life. Mm-hmm. So I I I I made a conscientious effort. I think it was like two three years ago now for me, where I was like I only give attention to positive things. If somebody is is being loving, or somebody's being supportive, or somebody is going in the same direction as I am, and they want to, you know, even if they're not where I am, but they want to get to where I'm going, um, I'll give them all the energy in the world. But I don't give any energy to people saying negative things about me or about other people, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't have energy for that. Um, there's a lot of great things that God has been able to, that's brought across my path. And it's literally been because I've been like embracing all things, good, all good energy, all positive vibes. And that's really a, a lifestyle. I try to live like in every way, shape, form or fashion. So yeah, that, that would be mine. Word. 
Um, for me, I think uh, also like ungrateful people and stuff. Like again, we we talked about this last time on the, the last show about people oh. that are ungrateful, and it's like I'm not wasting my energy on people like that no more. Anybody that's gonna disturb my my actual peace too, that people that actually suck the energy out of you, and it's like you know they're just there to disturb yours. So um, yeah, just to ungrateful people. Yeah, uh, goddamn leeches. Yeah, that too. <laughs> one, one thing that I am not they, going to give energy to anymore is self negativity. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by self negativity is positive outlooks and positive vibes all start with me. Yeah. There's been mornings where I wake up and I'm just like, man, this job. You know what I mean? It's just like, I can't do this. Or I would sit there and doubt myself. But I realize in less than six months, I'm turning 40. And Thanks. that's a big, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's a big milestone. And I don't want to do in my 40s what I was doing in my 30s. Life is all about progressing. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of my early 30s just being very negative, being very pessimistic. And I'm not trying to give myself that energy anymore. So um, I um, want I want a positive reinforcement within myself because if I myself is positive, I can exude positivity. And that's I, 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 I think that sounds great, and it also goes hand in hand with what uh, Rajan said: is positive and and, and keeping the negative in, away from your thoughts. Of you personally, and then you you got to surround yourself with positive people too. That's true. Because That's true. you know the negative people are gonna try to rehinder those thoughts on you. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. So the next question reads: Do you think they are being unfair canceling Travis Scott? You damn right. Right. L- listen, I I think when we power social media, I think social media that's really canceling Travis Scott. You know why? Because like the cancel culture and yeah, it happened. Let the child go through and, and see what, what the justice system and uh, have in store to, to, to kind of really see who's at fault. I understand it, it was a, a terrible situation for everybody involved. But but now the only reason why he's getting canceled is because the, the culture and social media are putting the pressure on people to say, you know, if you work with him, you're just as bad as he is. When really, that's not the case. Now I get it. You know, you got to protect the brand, got to protect the image, and then there's certain names that if you have this name attached, like, you know, like some people aren't gonna want to deal with it. But like, I can probably think of a lot of companies that got a lot of bad names attached to them. But they're, they're they're not doing anything about those those folks and and disassociating themselves folks because they're not right now uh, they're not hashtagged at the top of Twitter as being like a trending topic, but Travis Scott is you know what I mean so like I think some of the some of it's unfair I understand some companies taking an approach to see what happened like Nike they didn't cancel Travis Scott and say, oh, you're not going to collab with us. They, they push some of this stuff back out of respect for what's going on. But this to all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, this happened. It was a bad event. I'm canceling you because you don't give a shit about people. That's like 
that's kind of like a putting the blame that he to call for all that. Whether he, you know, like he, I, I, I personally don't agree with, with whether everybody cancel him. Mr. Lewis. Um, I don't think cancel culture is real. Um, Ooh, explain. I like, I like that. I, I, I think that there's been mad attempts at quote unquote canceling people. Um, but people want to believe in cancel culture because they want to believe that they have more power than they actually do have. Um, the canceling actually comes from people deciding to turn off the spigot of support. Um, and that's what we've seen in the case of R. Kelly. Um, that's what we've seen uh, when you talk about um, people like uh, Louis C.K. Louis Louis when you talk yeah. about, um, uh, when you t- talk about my man, or Kevin Spacey, you talk about, you know, all these people that, that, that people say they've been quote unquote canceled. It's literally been that, okay, we're not giving you any more money. Right, that's what they're calling canceling, but nobody right. on the internet's actually done that. The people that have actually done it have been the people on the top levels. Um, you know, uh, canceling House of Cards was was canceled. Was was canceled. The people didn't cancel House of Cards. Netflix canceled House of Cards. <clears throat> that's true. Um, the people didn't cancel R. Kelly. The judges actually decided to do something about R. Kelly. Like the and people stopped going to concerts, but. People at home want to believe that just by making a noise, they have the ability to shut off somebody's ability to earn money. Um, so that's why I say cancel culture isn't a real thing. I, I don't think I, I think the cancel culture, the way people think of it, it because they think like, oh, we're talking bad about Joe Budden. They've tried to cancel Joe Budden how many times? Like, mad times. It's never happened, right? So like, people want to believe though that if I'm upset with somebody, I can cancel them. No, you can't. You don't have nearly the amount of, of you individually as a, as a person do not have the amount of money or support or, or, or influence to do half the things that you think you can do. But cumulatively, we all have the ability to do the same things, which could go to a whole rant about voting, which I'm not going to go into. But yeah. um, but so to Travis Scott, what you're seeing with Travis Scott is an egregious thing happened. And I think if Travis Scott plays his cards the right way, if he plays his cards right, wait, fall back. Don't do any more interviews because he's terrible at interviews. <laughs> don't do interviews. Just fall back. Just be contrite. Pay the money that he needs to pay to, to, to pay restitution to these families. Be as contrite as he can possibly be. And the people who've been fans of his will always be fans of his. Right. You, you're not going to be able to cancel him to those people. Nobody went to the Travis Scott can- concert. People, like literally, probably people who died would still be Travis Scott fans if they didn't die. That's true. At the concert. Yeah, that's that's true. So with that being said, there's no way that you that you can just cancel him because of a, a, a terrible thing that happened. Will he lose some money? Sure. But losing some money is not canceling. Canceling mm-hmm. means I can't walk outside. That's true. Facts. You know what <clears throat> I mean? Like, like there's some people who deserve canceling that were never canceled. Jeffrey Epstein wasn't canceled. Let's think about this. Uh, yeah, that's true. He wasn't canceled. He R. just Kelly's ran out of he ran out of resources. He was R. not canceled. R. Kelly's really not canceled either. No, he's damn sure not. No, he ran out of okay. resources. Same thing. I, I hey, I, I fuck with your view, Ray. I, I like that. I like that. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I'm gonna say it's it's not fair, but uh, 
Mr. Lewis, uh, you took the whole cake. I got nothing else to say. You said it <laughs> so perfect. I can't. I can't even say nothing. But uh-huh. you are so right. Everything you said is right. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't find anybody else better to say it. But yeah, he, I know. Right? It's it cancel culture is a gimmick. I like that. They're, yeah, they're they're people, and, and this is the this is the the strengths and the weakness of the internet. Is people are empowered, and it's great that people feel empowered to say what they need to say. But back to your point about uh, mental health, Mark. People mm-hmm. weaponize the internet in that regard. Like I get upset, I'm upset because a specific thing happened that offended me, and because I'm offended, everybody should be offended, and I'm going to yell and scream from my little computer as much as I can until people start to agree with me. And if not, then something's wrong with you and I'm going to cancel you too. And that's a dangerous, dangerous thing. And, and it happens so much. It's like annoying to me because like the, the littlest thing will set people off. You know what I mean? And, and it could be the littlest thing. And then it couldn't even be a, a situation to where nothing's actually happened to, um, like, 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 cause a big stir, but you felt a, a particular way about it. So now you're trying to get everybody else to feel the way that you feel. You know what I mean? And it could just yeah. be something selfish. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's so annoying. Well, dude, there you have it. In the words. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the next question. All right. Word. The next question says <laughs> What is the situation? Um, What situation would you deal with? Um. Let me start again. What situation <laughs> would you deal with with a woman you're interested in? Three plus kids with no baby daddy issues or one kid with a crazy baby daddy? No oh, kids is not an option. Well, for me, if anything ever happened to me in my... <laughs> Hold on. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I said for me, personally, if anything ever happened between me and my old lady, then I'm going to be... Uh, that one baby daddy with the three kids and no baby mama issues. Um, so I I would probably say A if it was me because uh, if something ever happened, I'll probably be in the same damn boat and I would want somebody to choose me. So, hey. Mr. Lewis? Um, you can skip because you're happily married. I, I mean, I'm mad happily married. I, I just... I. I'm trying to, I want to be true to the question. Um, so it's three kids and no baby daddy issues. Issues or one kid and baby daddy problems. Baby daddy problems. Um, <laughs> word. So one, these are, you know, you know how they say you can't relate. Like, I, 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 I can't relate, man. Uh, because, because um, I've really been blessed in my life um, to, to have had um so i've been married twice um right in my in my adult life i've been married twice and I, i've only been single six months of my entire adult life like since i i mean from the time i turned 18 i guess you say you're an adult right you're an adult so from the time i was 18 i've only been a, been single six months of my entire life and i've had really for, fortunate situations um in choices of women and the people who they associate themselves with. So I've never had a situation where I've had to deal with some kind of crazy, um, crazy spouse, ex. um, ex, ex-spouse situation. I mean, I've definitely <clears throat> had words with people before, but it's never been a situation where I couldn't just be like, listen, man, like I'm here, 
you know, if you got an issue, then let's talk about it. And, you know, I, I ain't doing a whole lot of rah-rah with you. But so I, I, I guess I just can't relate. And I, I don't want to be disingenuous and answer the question. I got you. I got you. I got you. Bro. Well, um, it would have to be the other way around for me, I guess, because. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, so then, so then it would be what again? Three kids, three kids, no baby mama issues, or one kid and mad baby mama problems. Hell no, it would have to be the three kids and no baby mama drama because I don't have time for it. I got like, you. for real because it, it will definitely start uh messing up your relationship because it'll happen. I've seen it, it has happened to me, I've never dealt with that, <clears throat> but uh, I've seen <clears throat> it and uh, it's not fun and it totally messes up. Uh, probably like a good relationship you have because the baby mama is always up in your shit and yeah so it's not fun so yeah no I I, I take the three kids and no baby mama drama so I'm gonna go with the general consensus answer which is the three kids and no baby mom and no baby daddy issues <laughs> the simple fact that I'm a naturally cool dude so if the guy's cool with me and I'm cool with the guy then the children win in the you know and that yeah. aspect because they got a dad and a bonus dad, you know what I mean? Facts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the kids win in that aspect. Now, I've dealt with a female who baby daddy didn't like me, and at the end of the day, when he tried to step up to me, I said, look, man, I just yeah. got done getting your kid McDonald's, man. Like, if anything, you owe me three ninety seven. dollars <laughs> <laughs> And he looked at me with the straightest face and said, what did you say? I said, I'll take $5. <laughs> and oh, I, for the gas money, and I got in my car and I left. Listen, I'm I'm just a naturally cool dude. At the end of the day, you always <coughs> go out with the uh, with the least amount of drama. Yeah, that's true. The, the least amount of unprovoked drama, if that makes sense. That's true. Yeah. So, going on with that, we go to the next question. The next question reads: Would you rather have a great job with little pay? Or work at a bad place with great pay. Ooh, um, <laughs> I mean, it depends on what makes the job great. Uh, right. I mean, if it's a little to be out of this world, uh, I, I, me personally, I it would depend what the job is. You know, what I mean, because like there's there's some bad great <laughs> as long as the pay's good. You know, what I mean. Given the situation, but um, yeah, I, I rather would. Um, depends on what the job is. I, I guess it's a very um, because yeah, I mean, it would have to depend on what the job is for me um, because I don't, I don't care either way. Uh, you go and do work and get paid. So, I, I, I would always work for less money to do something I love. I, I, that is something that I, um, don't mind at all because I value my happiness over anything else in this world. I've I've had jobs where I've made more money, um, you know, and I've actually left, you know, I left the military, um, to come home because I knew that, you know, my family would be happier if we weren't moving every two, three years. And if, you know, they weren't sending me overseas without my wife you know, for, for years at a time and, you know, putting my, my marriage at risk. Um, I I've left the call center because I was making decent money there and I just hated what I did every day, went back and became a teacher. 
I left being a teacher to learn more about being a mentor and how to run a nonprofit organization, took a pay cut there. And all of those things have led me to where I am right now to where I'm on pace to make more money than I've ever made. But I'm very happy. But if you were to tell me, okay, I don't have as much money and I still get to do the things that I get to do every day, I'd take it 10 times out of 10 because like peace is, is, is more important than anything else you can possibly have. So I definitely would take the less money for, for the better job, for, for the job that makes me happy. Word, word, word. I feel the same way. I think uh, happiness over money. Definitely. It's like me when I take sometimes extra shifts at work, you know, I do the in-home caregiving and sometimes I'm like, oh, but we need somebody. It's like, nah, sometimes extra money ain't good money. I'd rather take care of myself and and rest and stuff. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, happiness over having extra money. Definitely. Well, and this question was very complex for me because I actually got offered a job back that I really enjoyed doing, but the money wasn't there. So, mm. because I'm not <clears throat> saying I live beyond my means, but I've grown accustomed to the lifestyle I live now. And if I was to subtract over $10,000, there'd be a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to do. Facts. So it's just I, I, one of the things that it really depends because do I love what I do now? I don't love it, but I like it. I love what I make because I can afford to just do surprise things, not only for myself, my family, and my friends there have been times where it's just like hey look you know i'm just gonna go ahead and grab you this tv show that i like and i'm gonna send it to you i'm I'm gonna send it to you i'm gonna go and pay for this tv show and i'm gonna send it to you let me know what you think or you know something to that nature it's just i don't want to feel like i'm again i i I think that's the reason why I asked about the question and, and, and like kind of how how vague it is because at some point you gotta find out. Like, I mean, obviously you're gonna people gonna do what they love. I love what I do. Like, I I I am fortunate right now that I am in a both where I have a really really good job and I make really really good money. So I, I I'm fortunate enough. Not everybody can say that. You know what I mean? But right. like, I guess when it comes to the question, like you you really gotta like get a little bit more specific at kind of like what it is like to Ray John's point if it would you rather do something that you love <laughs> for less money or instead of just like a just quoting that as a job because and at some point <coughs> like you got to ask the question well how much less money because if you look at the way you're living to your point digger like I mean I I, I would love to do what I love on a daily basis every day all day but I'm not going to go out and go to a job and do what I love and then come home and, and struggle to take care of my family because I'm not making enough. You know what I right. mean? So yeah. like, you like, like, I mean, yeah, you, you love to do it, but then like, like there's going to be some point to where like not having the means to do what you need to do or not having the means to take care of what you need to take care of. We'll, we'll start getting uncomfortable. Like, and then my, that will start affecting your peace in a piece. Like to my point, I now drive the cars that I want to drive. And my job's able to do that. You know what I mean? I used to be the friend that was so broke that I used to sit there and beg somebody to take my ticket. Like, I used to get offered out to... You, where we used to go, I hop all the time, Red? Yeah. 
And right before we get in, shout out to I, had, I had to get that embarrassing, <laughs> you know, pep talk. Hey, do you got me? I'll get you back on payday. And payday's in two weeks. I now enjoy being a friend. You know, we're going out to eat. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not saying yeah, that money is my motivation. I'm just saying I'm very comfortable where I'm at. Yeah, that's but why I, I, I want a, a little bit more vagueness in the in the question because, like, like I said, is, is it less money to where you're gonna like not be able to take care of your means, or you know, like, like I don't know. Um, and and you got like, question. and you got like this, Rajan. Yeah, didn't I love where I was before? Where father to father? Oh yeah, yeah, you love that. Like I, I got I got on one of John's yeah. podcasts one time and we were supposed to be talking about music in the first twenty to thirty minutes I was talking about my job. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you brought the cards and everything and I already had all the information. So that was <laughs> so, but um yeah, so that goes to show you that sometimes money does play a factor in what you want um what you love because I felt like they wasn't gonna give me what I deserved. But anyway. well, they have a new EB and a new chair, so I know they do have a, they do have that. And um, as a matter of fact, he wants to talk with me soon. Yeah, so, so. opportunity. But the next question reads: It's almost like the question that we just had before. This one says: Would you rather be famous or rich? Uh, for me, I would rather <laughs> be uh, rich over famous because I feel like it's a lot easier to <laughs> in private. Than it is to be yeah. famous in private, if that makes sense. I and I value, you know, like that privacy. I I don't want to be out and about, you know, doing regular shit, and I, and you can't be able to do that regular stuff, um, right. because somebody's like always in your grill and always in your face. You know what I mean? I don't need, I don't need <clears throat> attention. Right. Uh, definitely. Um, I'd rather be rich than famous, though I don't aspire to be rich. Right. Um, I aspire, you know, to have enough to, if my wife wants to go on a trip, to be able to get on a plane and do that but right. um rich man nah. um I, but if i had to choose between one or the two I, I would definitely be rich um i think people are doing really strange things to be famous these days yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> and um yes. and i think that that that's really going to be one of the downfalls of our 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 babies um is this this as cardi b once said people do anything for clout Right. Just being able to be known and be seen, um, people are doing anything for that, and that's a dangerous place to be. It's sort of like when you are willing to do anything for money. Um, I was listening to a, um, a Twitter space last night, and they were asking these questions, and this dude was like, yeah, you know, if this person was offering you $250,000, would you uh, give oral sex to a 80-year-old woman for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he was like, "No." And he's like, well, "What about a million? And He's like, "Dude, if I wouldn't do it for free, I wouldn't do it for money." <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, like that because it's it, at at what point? Like, at what point are we valuing money over our our own self dignity, our self respect? What is your self respect yeah. worth? Yeah. And people put this this value on money that's like, "Oh, I'm willing to do this for money. I'm willing to do that for money. I'll, oh, I'll do this one time, and oh, I'll just." But you, you, for the, even if it's for a brief second, you, you are willing to give up your complete. You, you are willing to trade in everything you believe in, for the sake of a dollar, right? And that's a, that's a scary, that's a sad thing. <clears throat> now take that out and just use fame. 
you can't buy anything with fame. You can't you can't rescue your family from from dire circumstances with fame. You're just seen. <laughs> I was about to say, hey, look, my family's drowning, but they do know me from TikTok. <laughs> they do know me from TikTok. <laughs> you got people dying. You know, uh, did you watch? Um, did y'all watch? Um, don't look up. Oh no, I, that's on my that's on my agenda for the week. Right, not so yet. On, don't look up. There's just one part, and I won't I won't, I won't spoil it. But there's one part that they create this challenge. And everybody starts doing it. And it's like the dumbest thing. Like, it, it, it's the dumbest <laughs> thing. But that's the world we have. Somebody does some yeah. kind of dumb thing. The milk crate challenge. It's right. like fire. Just, just to be able to say, oh, I walked across crates. Which is, shit. And you know what's crazy about it? your behind. All, like, all, <laughs> just to be seen. So and yeah. a lot of these challenges are, are, are also dangerous, too. This, this yeah. Very dangerous from these family. challenges. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, man. The the challenge was shooting a um a, a, a rocket in your face. Shooting right. a bottle rocket into your own face. Hell no. Or the yeah. um, Roman challenge, uh, the Roman um candle challenge. No, it wasn't a Roman candle. Candle. No, 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 there, no there was a Roman candle challenge. There no, is. I remember. No, this was this was a straight up like like rocket like blows up like people are getting face damage. Oh no, we good. Mm-mm. Yeah. But y'all see it. I, I don't give too much away, but Good movie. Check it out. Sorry, Ro. No, not even. I, I enjoy what you said. It's it's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Rich also. Not famous. Just, yeah, no. Because you'll you'll never have privacy. Right. You know, and then next thing you know, you have to end up sucking <clears throat> their throat because they're all up in your grill. So, yeah, no. I think uh, Rich, definitely. Right. So, definitely. I saw this um, Oh God, what's it called? A reel. That's what they call them on IG, right? Reels. Yeah. Yes. I saw a reel that Kiki Palmer did, right? It showed her going in the Gucci store, right? <laughs> and there was um, you could hear like the crowd be like, "Oh, Kiki, you know, like way to stun on us poor people." Blah 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 blah, right? So she was doing grocery shopping at Costco in the next scene, and they're just like, "Damn." You can't even leave this to the poor people? Like, what the hell? <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> but I'd much rather be rich because it reminds me of something that Baby said on a Cash Money album. He says, I'd rather be, you know, local and... Wor-. Um, he says, I'd rather be rich and local than nationwide and broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, what... Um, we talked about this on the last show. It's just like how Cardi B was shopping at Target. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, what are you doing at Target? Stop being cheap, so on and so on and so on. If she wasn't famous and she was shopping at Target, they would think that's pretty reputable. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Target is one of the nicest stores that I go in, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Like, I found me a shirt at Target the other day. I was like, oh, man, the construction on this is great. <laughs> and, and there's nothing. Go ahead and yeah. put this in the cart. You know, there's I mean? nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. Yeah, like I said, sixteen dollar T-shirt. Let me go ahead and put this in the cart. Now, if I was famous, the first thing that you're going to see me on is hot new hip hop. You know, megastar Dickie Jones shops at Target, and it's a big deal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, like it's I said, stupid. Just give me the money to spend in private. Mm-hmm. That privacy. That privacy is, is the mother, man. So the next question reads: iPhone or Samsung? And all of us, <laughs> all of us on here, <laughs> have an iPhone. Yeah, don't even play with me like that. Hey, don't, 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 don't come at me. Hold on. 
Hold on, Rajon. I got you on your first iPhone, though. Yeah, but I'm, a, I'm just saying. Like once, right. once, yeah, once we came, we was here though. We were at a football game, and I'm trying to explain to Rajon the benefits of an iPhone. Right? I said, "Look at how iTunes organizes my CDs. Look at this. Look at this." And at first, he was just—he wasn't having it. He was just like, "It's just a phone, digger." <laughs> no, but I had a Zoom at that time. I was rocking my Zoom. I was yeah, Zoom, my Zoom was, man. Yeah, that Zoom was. Uh, I had look. Um, I, I had a I Zoom had was a Zoom dope. too. Listen, they use so I the iPod was nothing compared to a Zoom. Correct. Zooms were the next was the next thing. I created all the um technology from the Zoom and put it into the iPhone, man. Correct. Like that's true. The Zoom was dope, dope, man. And like, but once once they got once they stopped making the Zoom, I couldn't use my Zoom no more. And then like I had I, I remember I needed to upgrade my phone and it was like I could get an, another Motorola something. I had a Motorola Q. Okay. And I was like, I could either get another Motorola and figure out how to use a new phone, or I could pay fifty dollars and get me an iPhone. I got like an iPhone. I think it's the iPhone four. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just get this iPhone. It's only fifty dollars. And from that point, I was sold, but I wasn't really sold until I bought my next phone. And they were like, Oh, you ready to switch over phones? I'm like, yeah. They're like, Okay, cool. They gave me my new phone, and they just put my phone number in, and everything loaded up. I was like, Oh. Psh. I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm never going back. From that point, I bought everything I bought since then has been Apple. Apple, that's right. Yeah. It's like, Listen, nah, we sold you know, <laughs> Digga, you know my answer to this. Oh, of course. Obviously. Um, but, but yeah, d- definitely iPhone, man. Look, look, and nobody, nothing against anybody with the green bubble, but, you know. <laughs> <hey>. All disrespect. <laughs> All disrespect. <laughs> Come on now. So- so does anybody get disappointed when you put somebody's number in and it's like yep. Oh, green, yep. green bubble? Listen, oh. I'm gonna be real with you. Back in the day, <laughs> and and this, and this is a true story. I don't I don't know who who needs to jump on. Maybe Mikey Allen or one of them needs to jump on the podcast and and, and uh and contest to this. But I, I remember at one point, um, at one point we was at the club in in South Carolina. <laughs> And everybody knows, like, like, like my relationship with Apple, right? So, right, right. we had a club in South Carolina. I met this chick, and she gave me her number. And you know how they do? Like, yo, just text me the number. She texted me and that green bubble came, um, came up, and I was like, yeah, I'm not calling you. <laughs> like, I can, I cannot be making that up. I saw that green bubble, and I was like, yeah, we can't rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if your phone get cut off, man? You ain't got iMessage? I'm sorry, we can't do that. Oh. <laughs> Oh man! So the next question reads: Which damn people when hitting it? Would you do this? Would you do that? This one says: Would you marry rich but have no sex, or marry poor and have the best sex whenever? Oh Lord! Hey, listen, those are options. Those are the options. Those are the options, I guess. Man, y'all go ahead, man. So, so, so to me, hey, listen to me. When I read, when I read where it says "be rich but have sex," I, I'm thinking that's being rich and have no sex with the person that you're with. I knew you was but if good. But if you're rich, you probably have sex with with somebody else. So, now nah, I, I think for me, it would be uh, be be broken having sex. You know why? Because uh, being poor and have and have great sex is because the sex is great because you ain't got nothing else. <laughs> you ain't got nothing else, man. So you fucking for your life right there. 
And then it's just so much. Look, I've been broke before. And I've been poor. You know what I mean? Like there is there is just a, 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 an untapped <laughs> adventure in being broke and poor that like you just don't get being rich. Like like when you're rich, you have to, that money to redo all your problems. That's like a reset button having that money. But when you're broke and you ain't got that reset button. It's like going to a damn video game uh, level with one life left. <laughs> and, like, and, like, you, you can't lose that life, man. Yeah, and, and you just got to get to the to the fucking end. You're going to that final boss with one life and, like, like two two sticks of health. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you get hit twice, man, you're done. Like, there's, there's something there's like, a, a little bit more of a adventure that builds more character when you're broke. Lewis said he's skipping this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, dude, listen, man, I've been broke before, like, <laughs> like, I've been broke before, it ain't, you know what I mean, it, it is what it is, I don't like those two options, that's all, <laughs> for real, I just don't like, I don't, cause I, I don't, it's like when people are like, would you rather be single and having the best sex of your life, or be married and be bored, like, that's, <laughs> like, people have these weird ways of looking at the world, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah, Bro. I don't like those either. I don't like these options, man. I don't like those either. <laughs> and I'm confused as to why they would want to hear people talk about like that. Like for real. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just I, people I just I question people, man. Like people's intentions in life. <laughs> like like this is what you, you don't want something that's gonna edify your spirit and, 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 and like like you know what? What if you're in a situation? I'd rather someone be like, listen, I'm in a situation where I am personally rich, but I'm not having a good sexual experience with my spouse. How can I improve my sexual experience with my spouse? Because I'm already balling. Or, yo, we're having great sex, but we broke. Don't make me choose between the two options that you're dealing with and and try to... (laughs) Nah, fam. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna answer this one either. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, oh, so I'm gonna be the only Would you one rather get hit by a train? Or- Damn. <laughs> you rather get hit by a train or struck Dire by like- AIDS? Like, come on, fam. So, so, so hold on, y'all gonna y'all gonna have me be the only one to answer the question? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll put a out there. Yep. Shit. So the next question reads: What is your favorite food or dish? Oh, this is easy. Go ahead, Red. Pizza. I'll just say pizza. Hey, yeah. Steak, man. I'm a steak. I'm a steak dude. I love steak. I, I can eat steak every day of the week. Oh, uh, how do you like it? Medium, dude. Pause. Medium? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm an adult, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm an adult. <laughs> Yo, y'all know CJ, right? Charlie yes. Jones. Yeah. Yo, I be, I be having to get on Charlie. Like, we go places to eat. And he be like, Yo, give me a steak. Well done. Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. You can get a slim gym. <laughs> oh shit. I'm a I'm a medium rare guy myself. Yeah, yeah. See, right. you're an adult, man. I'm, yeah, I'm getting a go. medium rare because 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 people who eat well done steaks don't understand how a medium steak is made. They order medium steaks or medium well steaks and they get mad because they have the paint paint. So now they undercook, they overcook even the medium steaks. So you have to ask a medium rare to get it right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I was about to say what people don't realize is if you want your steak medium rare, ask for a rare steak because what it does is when they put it on the plate, it's still cooking. Hmm. 
a lot of people don't know that. So yeah. I like my steaks medium. So I'll ask for medium rare. Yeah. Because by the time the server serves it to you, it's just right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you want a medium mm. well steak, ask for a medium steak. <clears throat> because by the time it gets to your table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Row. Uh, it's gonna have to be pizza too, but not not no like Domino's or Pizza Hut. I like those hole in the wall places. Uh, those be nah, fucking bro. hidden. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm a piss. And, I'm a piss. I'm a piss roll off tonight. I'm gonna order a little Caesar's pizza. Ew, uh, <laughs> no what? Uh, like, Bam! You like ew. cardboard? <laughs> like cardboard? Hot and ready. Hey yo. Hot and ready. Hey yo. What was that one spot? Make a, a, a little Caesar's pizza. Say about say what about Little Caesars? You say how to make a Little Caesars pizza? How? How? All right. What's your favorite? What's your favorite type of pizza? Pepperoni. Type. All right, pepperoni. Yeah. All right. So take a uh, um take a, a piece of cardboard, right? And oh, then pour, t- pour tomato sauce on it, and then cheese <laughs> and pepperoni. It sounds about it. Sounds about accurate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, about accurate. Five minutes later, you guys. Got you a little Caesar's pizza, man. Yo, Digga, the, uh, uh, Ray, you, do y'all remember the name? I, I can't. I said tip of my tongue. What's the name of that one pizza spot downtown? Charleston. Which one? Uh, the one that was like, like you had to go to that little, like, kind of like off, off on the alley. It was on the market. Not the one. Not the one right off the East Bay. You're not the one right off East Bay. Right? No, no, no. It was, it was right off the no, market. No, 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 no. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You're next talking about the, uh, where, New York slide, um, the New York style pizza. Yeah, well, next to where Purple Tree used to be. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I don't know what Purple Tree was. But I do have a video of you, Alan, and Mikey in that pizza spot. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. I know, Gilroy's, I, I know Gilroy's downtown. Gilroy's my jam. Gilroy's is good. Yeah. Um, God, I can't remember the name of the, the damn place, but that place was like the best, the best pizza. And they gave you the big ass slices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why they still got a um pizza spot right off King Street though. <laughs> right. Why can't I but, think of the um, name of this place? It's gonna it's gonna come to me too. But um my favorite food, believe it or not, is much like Rajan. I can eat steak every day. I can eat either steak or roast every day. Mm. Now I'm hungry. So, so yeah, <laughs> and just like just like Rajan, my pizza I'm not pizza, but my steak has to be served medium. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Gonna be... So medium rare, you said, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, a, order medium, medium rare. if you want it. If you want it medium, order it medium rare. Yeah, I, I rock it either medium or medium rare. If it's I've, ne- over I've that, never had that before, so I'm gonna have really? to try. So, it. I'm gonna oh, be yeah. honest with you. The first time I ever had, you know, they used to call it bloody steak. The first time I ever had, you know, a medium steak, I was just like, nah, man, this shit ain't cooked all the way. <laughs> but because, like Charlie, I was used to eating jerky. But the, I remember the yeah. first time I put the steak sauce on that and ate it, I was like, Ooh. "This is juicy. This Ooh. is this is good." In the medium, in the medium rare, that also it, it holds. I feel like personally, it, it holds flavor better it does. than than the well done. It does. Okay, I have to try that. Damn, good. Definitely. All right. So then, <clears throat> the next question reads: Never have I ever. Um, straight to the point for me. Uh, suck the dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. I would hope you have not, right. sir. Hey, hey, I couldn't think of anything else. 
I am so done right now. You, you remember what Tank? You remember what Tank said? It's not gay. I. You remember Tank said? Tank said a guy that got his dick sucked once isn't gay. Yay. Because they only have one time. Yay. I ain't Tank and I ain't testing that theory. Um, I I just say ditto to what. (laughs) Oh shit! No, um, uh, I've never, never have I ever um had a threesome. Never did that. Hey. Hey. Um, it's really random, but never have I ever eaten oysters. What? What? No, I'm sorry, but they look nut. Uh, they look like nut in the shell. Let's hey, damn. You know, there's all all the <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> I I ate a bushel of oysters by myself a week ago. What? You know what? I think the only way I'd probably try them if they were cooked. I can't eat them raw. Like it just looks like when I've seen people try to swallow them, they're like, Ugh. I was like, right, bro, so I'm not trying what... to go through all that. Who are you eating them around? Who are you? Yeah, I've this... seen people. That that's what I'm just saying. Like, Listen, this is this is what you do, okay? Okay, okay. Get a, get a little bit of garlic salt, right? No, I don't just, do that. Just a dash. Okay. And some hot sauce. Oh, yeah. What kind? Texas oh, Pete. I'm about to. I use Texas Pete. There's another what about, what about crystal? What about what? That crystal, that Louisiana one. Crystal. Louis- Louisiana. Yeah. You know, Chris. No. You know, you know, what crystal represents to me. This is Charleston. Crystal represents the struggle. (laughs) I like it. Okay, so I've I've been to people's house and they say I got some crystal hot sauce. I'm like, you know what? I'll pass. (laughs) I'm being. What did (laughs) you remember? Red rooster hot sauce. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What did red rooster turn into? Sriracha. Sriracha. No, no, sriracha is something else. But red rooster turned into Texas. Oh no, no, yeah, that's 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 something different. No, Texas Pete has been Texas Pete. Okay. It's an institution. Yeah. What, I, what did Red Rooster turn into? Did, did Red Rooster turn into Louisiana? No, it or, probably... did it turn, or did it turn into Reds? I put that shit on everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. That okay, so you're saying? So what else, but, Digga? But seriously, bro, right, you, you need to try oysters, though. That's, for real. That's for it, raw know, ones? Put them nah, nah, just, yeah. nah, all you got to do, like, get you somebody who know how to cook them. Get somebody who know how to cook them and, and like, like, go to an oyster roast. And eat you some oysters, man. Don't don't like go to a spot and get where they give you like six for thirty five dollars. Nah, like right. go out nah. go to an oyster roast on James <laughs> Island or something like that. Ten dollars for white it. people, and like oh. you'll be good. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you if you if you're going anywhere that has oysters and, and crab legs, if you go there and it's not one of those uh, folded tables with the newspaper on top, then. Uh, you're not gonna get really good crab legs or, or, or oysters. No, yeah, you gotta be at a place like you gotta be at a place one. So I went to this. So in my um, master's <clears> program, <throat> we have these. Um, so um, the MBS sort of um, masters, what are they called? Environmental study students all uh, study like ocean beds and stuff like that, right? They study, they'll study oyster beds. And so me, me and my wife went to this um, social, and they're like, "Yo, we wanna <laughs> have uh, oyster rolls." So I'm like, "Okay, cool. I've been to mm. oyster rolls before. They give you, you know, two, two oysters. You might be able to eat like thirty minutes, forty five minutes." Fam, they was pulling them out of the water. Oh shit! Whoa. Like, like I, when I tell you, I ate oysters for three hours straight, fam. Like just shucking. So this is how you know you had a real oyster spot. If there are stand-up tables with no chairs, 
that, uh, right? Right. Okay. With just with just piles of oysters and shuckers like randomly just placed around, and you just pick up a shucker and go, you in the right spot. They're gonna do you right. <laughs> right. Cause remember when um remember when father to father used to have the um crab crack and the oyster roast. Yeah. Like they, they'll do you right. right. Or go to um shoot, they have um are you from Charleston, bro? Oh, she's from I'm from Cali. You from, oh, you live in Cali? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't get oysters out there. Leave that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's a lie because there's a lot of fish places here that are really known for all that stuff. Like those tables, the oysters? Like they put all kinds of different types of stuff like on tables with like he said, like newspaper and shit. Yeah, they do. Oh, there's yeah. My wife places. told me about that. Oh, yeah. There's a spot here. It's in San Pedro that's known for that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> word, so I guess word. I'm going to have to try it. Okay. Yeah, so... You got to try it. You got to try it. So but, your never have you ever was eat an oyster, right? Yeah. Okay. My never have I ever is never have I ever smoked weed. Me neither. Mm. Not either. So, but you, but you got in contact, and, you said, right? Also, oh, yeah, I got contact high. Yeah, but also did what Red said. I don't want nobody thinking, damn, he never smoked weed, but he probably sucked dick. <laughs> nah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like. Gotta, He's gotta like, go back to Red. You gotta dip, 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 dip over Red. No, I, I've, I've never smoked weed either. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, but mm. the, the last question of the night was one that I didn't post on my IG because I just got it in. It says, "What's one thing that people are talking about that you don't give a shit about?" <laughs> the Kardashians. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped in, but yeah, the Kardashians. Ain't nobody yeah, give a shit about them. He took the answers right out of my mouth, man. Yeah. yeah. Right now, for, for me, it's, it's, it's a car. I don't give a fuck. If, <laughs> uh, damn, what, what that what that crackhead named Pete Davidson? Uh, yeah. Like, him and Kim, like, she he took his car somewhere or some shit. I don't fucking know. But like, I don't give a fuck about the Kardashians, man. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, like, I, Kanye West can buy a house whatever the fuck he want to buy a house. If you want to be a sucker... <laughs> And they and they want to end up on the first forty-eight one day together. Then fuck it, like first who gives a shit? <laughs> Lord, dang, what's people care about? People talking. About? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know because <clears throat> I mean, like, normally my thing is if I don't care about it, I really don't think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I really can't think of anything that people on my timeline are talking about that I'm I can tell you what I'm sick of people talking about. What's that? Okay. Um I'm sick of people trying to compare people's um uh uh um careers to Jay Z's. I know that. Right. <laughs> yes. I'll oh my that. god. That, that there. I'm I'm I'll, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> I'm right. sick of I'm, I've gotten to the point where you know how 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 hard I go in that. Like, nah, I'm not even because people have decided what they decide. <clears throat> like, they they've decided what they decide, and that's all that really matters. They 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 don't. You, oh, I know what I don't care about. What's I don't care whether or not you decided to get the vaccine. Ah, okay, okay, the one. Like, I was like, I'm pro vaccine, but I'm so done talking to people who have come up with every excuse as to why not to get the vaccine. Right. And just hearing the the stupidity that comes out of their mouths, like you don't want it, just don't get it. But don't right. come with this. Like I've done yeah. my research, I have not yeah. seen for one beaker, a lab coat, nothing to do, to do research <laughs> on what is good. <laughs> I, I, that's that's me. You, I ain't seen you with a, a measuring, a measuring, a measuring stick, 
or a, 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 a triple beam. Nothing. <laughs> be doing research into the, 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 the ins and outs of a COVID vaccine. Right. I, I'm going to wait till I do my research. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my one. <laughs> oh, like I said, the Kardashians, I don't care. I don't care where Kanye move. He's trying to get her back. Uh, this who looks this, that way and taking pictures. Who cares? Like y'all take up so much of my damn timeline with this stupid shit. It's like I don't care. All right. So my answer is going to be a little bit more complex. My answer is I really don't care about the cancellation of student loans and where seven hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars is going for, you know, the military. I don't care. So all. I was at one facility today. For those who don't know, I deliver medical equipment. But I was at one facility today and all they were talking about was, you know, oh, he's he's giving us until May before we have to pay back our student loans. He said he was going to do this. He said he was going to do that. So on and so on and so on. <clears throat> and all I could think of is, look, sugar daddies make promises all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many times have you heard Oh, what up, Tricky Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're in a sugar daddy says, hey, look, baby, I'm going to get you your car. We just got to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. America has been the biggest pimping system since the 70s. So we you know what's funny promises about that? 1770s, bro. The 1770s. <laughs> we get <laughs> promises every year. <clears throat> so we should be used to this by now. But what, what were you going to say, Red? <laughs> No, I'm saying you're right. It's been the, the biggest uh, pimp show since the 70s. And in the 90s, man, it, we even left a little sc- uh, scum on the dress. So uh, That's true. Shout but, out to Bill Clinton. But it's just, you know, everybody's just like, well, Biden said this, Biden said that. Okay, Biden said what he had to do to get in office. That's no different than a pimp trying to get in your drawers. A pimp said this, a pimp said that. Guess what? After you gave him the goods, you can't get mad at anybody. but Mm-hmm. So, and then on top of that, the biggest uproar that I heard today, other than you know the student loans, is seven hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars are going to go to overseas, med- you know, military infrastructure. Okay, I mean, there's nothing we can do. My only question is, where did this money come from? <laughs> no, right? Like we seem to get money out of nowhere <laughs> when it comes to helping, you know, shit that they want to help with. But anytime something else needs help, it's just like uh, we just don't have it in our deficit. But oh, you always have to be for the military. Right. But it's just like, I got to the point where I just stopped worrying about it. it. Like, nothing I say or do is going to change anything that goes on with the higher-ups. True. So. Donald Trump is a pimp out. Okay. Well, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm Giga Jones. Two-Gun Tony could not get on, which is weird. I kept telling him it was full. That's what happened. How I don't know. Full? I don't. That's what I'm saying though. Like he kept, he, he he even sent me the thing, and it said um it's too full, and it was weird because we it was what like five of us the last night. Yeah, it was yeah, five, it was five of us. Last yeah. So, yeah, the cap is know. five. So yeah. I don't see how it's full unless it's counting me as digger and two gun. I don't know. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. No, no, it doesn't count. I'm just one count. That's weird. I don't know. I'm just one count. My name's just happens to be Digger Jones and Two Gun Tony because I represent the both of us. Yeah. Shout out to Gun, so. 
Shout out to Gunner. Shout out to Guns. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. Two Gun Tony was not on this episode, and I want to thank my correspondents, the four, which there was only three of us, Row and Red. I want to thank my special guest, Mr. Lewis, for getting on. He just is a very busy man. So when he said that he can get on, like the fact that his schedule was cleared at this time. Because like I said, this man's always on the work. He's always on the go. I've been working this entire thing, so it's cool. Word, word, word. So <laughs> Oh, you, you said you were working the whole time? Yeah, I've been working this whole time. See? I mean, <laughs> that goes <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show you, even busy people make time for what they want. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So if somebody says they don't have time to do something, just listen to this episode. Mr. Lewis has been working the whole time. Here. So, as always, I do closing statements. How closing statements are going to work tonight is the same way the order of the show was going. Red, Ray, Rome. Nah. <clears throat> uh, nah, it was a good show. Um, I think we got a lot of good insight from from the panelists uh, today. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, once again, going back to what we talked about earlier, and I know <laughs> you're going to have your disclaimer uh, about it, but uh, mental health and just really looking out for one another, uh, whether it's mental health or just financial struggles, whatever it is. Uh, if, if 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 you have a way you can help somebody. Just reach out um, to them, uh, no matter what it is. As we go into the new year, uh, right. let's let's make not only ourselves better, but uh, if we have the means and and the support and the resources and advice to make the people around us better, better um, offer if you offer if you can. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. <clears throat> um, I guess my closing thoughts would be. Just be aware uh, of what's going on around you. I know we spent we spent a lot of time, you know, um, joking and um, especially in the black community, you know, what it, what, it, what they say, uh, jiving our way through life. But um, there's a lot of serious things happening around us. Right. Really got to be aware of um, things that impact our impact us, impact our children, impact our healthcare, impact our educations. Um, that that really do require a certain level of attention to be paid, uh, especially when you're talking about the people who are being elected to serve in capacities around you. Understand that they're not selected. They are elected. And when, as much as, you know, a, a voice we want to have on the internet, the opportunities that we really have to make a difference are at the polls. So I hope that, you know, even in December when we don't have, you know, any elections happening um, around us for the, you know, until probably the, I think the, primaries will start in June. Uh, I so I just start be start putting your ear to the street. Find out who's running for what positions locally. I'm not even talking to the president. I'm talking in your local community. Who's running for solicitor? Who's running for treasurer? Who's running for mayor? Who's running for county council, city council, school board? Um, find out about these things and start to really don't let them wait until the last second and pull, pull up at your church and then you know give you a piece of fried chicken and then you decide you want to vote for them. Right. Require more of them. Hold them accountable. Um, and find out what they're doing in the meeting between time so that when it is time to vote, that you you know what's going on. I think that's really important that you do that. So I just want to make sure I take an opportunity to say that. Word, word, but, word. <clears throat> so, uh, of course, it's always great 
and a good time with everybody. And it was nice to meet you, Mr. Lewis. Yes, ma'am. Nice to meet you, Ro. And um, more than anything, I just want you guys to be safe. You know, this this New Year's this week. Right. And you guys just just be safe. Uh, again, I can't stress that enough because, man, there's so much going on. So, yeah, just be safe and hope all you guys have a wonderful new year and let's see what 2022 got for us. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. As always, I always thank the special correspondents, the core four plus more is anytime we have a fifth member. So I want to thank Red, Roe, Mr. Lewis for being on the yep. show. Y'all took y'all's time out this afternoon and wow. I've never <laughs> heard Alexa make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I have a package due tomorrow, so I didn't know this. So, <laughs> thank you, Alexa, for I have a package coming in. Um, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, like I said, seasonal depression and depression in general is a real thing. If you know anybody going through seasonal depression or depression in general, it just takes three seconds to email somebody, text somebody, call somebody, and ask, "Are you good?" Because are you good? Those are three words that go a long way. You never know what somebody's going through until you speak with them. Um, rest in peace to John Madden. Oh, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. RIP John Madden. Yeah. I just saw that too. Yeah. Rest in peace, John Madden. Um, I'm trying to see if I got everything. Okay. New Year. So this whole New Year, New Me bullshit. I call it bullshit because you have the yeah. power to change any day. You don't have to wait yeah. till the first of the year to sit there and say. I want a better me. <clears throat> you can change yourself or change your life at any given moment. So this whole new year, new me bullshit, cut it out the window. If you want yeah. to change your life or if you want to change your life, guess what? It can happen today. It can happen mm-hmm. right now. Thanks. Other than that, um, I'm looking forward to 2022 because I will be 40. And there are certain things I want to do in my 40s that I wasn't able to do in my 30s. So, um, I say everybody have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night and God bless. Peace. Peace. Peace.